Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my god! Trip, you know what? You just made the list! Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. The first period starts right now. Time. Oh, it is time. Episode 31 of the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast with your pals, Rob and Dave. It's been a while. I shit me britches. You Retweet shit me. You- That's what he says in the John Oliver thing. I shit me britches? Yeah. John, mm. John Oliver shows a moment where CM Punk in the ring had a stomach flu and because he couldn't take the day off, he had to wrestle. Yes. And he shit his pants in the middle of the ring. And he had the picture of it. He goes, I'm not going to show you it. But he goes, this yeah. is the face that CM Punk was making <laughs> when he shit himself in the ring. Now, you know what? If all those people who watched that show, I mean, we'll get into the topic a little bit later. But all those people who watched that show, that interview, where he just blasts Vince McMahon. Well, that's what he wants them to do. And everybody's going to go and try to find that show, some video, doing I'm, some search. Easy. CM Punk shit his pants. And watch it over and over and over again. And try to figure out when exactly his poop hit his shorts. You got to think, how did it not like... And it became pooping time. Leak out. Do you fucking go like, all right, end the match, dude. There's shit in my pants. No, you roll You roll out of the ring and you roll under the ring. And, hope and what? To, I don't know. And fucking to. scoop it out? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe he did. They are hardcore, right? Yeah. Huh? That's that's the real mandible claw. <laughs> I was gonna say stink face. That's that's you don't want Rikishi having that problem. That's the real Mister Sako. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Shitto. Alrighty, so we get into some fan athlete interaction this episode here. Um, hockey season it, it is coming to a close. Uh, as of this recording, there are only two games left, at least for our Devils. Um, the playoff picture still not clear, but it's whittled down, yep. right? It's there, whittled down. There's only what Montreal's on the outs, but they could still be in. Mm-hmm. So is Arizona and Arizona, but yep. Arizona's gonna have to win out, and the other teams are gonna have to lose. We'll definitely get into that. Um, our last seasonal crease to crease, uh, as next week will be the big finale. It'll be totally 100% all New Jersey Devils and some wrestling for, for some WrestleMania post-talk. Yeah. But it will be a full crease-to-crease episode from soup to nuts, from GM to janitor of uh, the 2018-2019 uh, New Jersey. That's custodial engineer. It's yeah. 2019. 
2018-2019 season, you can go fuck your custodial engineer in the ass. Um, and people who work at Subway aren't, you know. Cashiers or sandwich makers? No, they are sandwich artists. Sandwich artists. Yeah. You know what? CM, CM Punk was an artist, too. Yeah. Shit face. poop artist. A poop artist. Some people work with clay. Others mm. work with paint. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so it's Devils so versus Boston. I don't remember this game. We lost. Let I me, was in Florida. Ah, yes, you had your little non-hockey and professional wrestling podcast, um, real-life stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> Which it gets in the way. Yeah, I know. Hey, but you know what? There's some other places we can talk about real-world shit. That's later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coming attraction. Coming attraction. I don't know how much of an attraction it's going to be, but hey, folks, you'll... Never mind. Leave that joke for later. <laughs> All right, but Boston's a team we're supposed to lose to. Yes. Absolutely, and why? And why would we not lose to them, considering we have a whole bunch of AHLers and NHLers that are like, you know, oh, all right, coach, I'm ready to play. Although you're limping, it's like, all right, here, first line minutes. Yeah, you, you got to like, you know, you're, here, Blake you're, Coleman. You, Blake Coleman, two years ago, you were in the minors. Now you're a fucking first line. Like Nico has to look <laughs> on a faceoff and look to his left and go, and look to his right and go. Last year, I was playing with Hall, a Hall a MVP. <laughs> And Palmieri, and now who who do I have? Oh wait, Coleman, <laughs> and who are you? <laughs> you essentially, it's we're at a point in the season where like you have elephantitis to the nuts. You're playing first line minutes. Come on, yeah, go ahead. it's it's. Like, I feel bad for Nico. Like you could just see how his body language is that he's just like this can't end fucking quick enough. <laughs> We as fans can't wait for these to. You just wave the white flag. Just give us losses. Fuck yeah! But we gave the we gave the white flag. Well, uh, February, January. <laughs> um, after we went four and zero. I'm really interested to see what they say about Hall. They said it was a knee, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't think it's that. But for next week, stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, we had um, a shootout. That was an afternoon game, right? Against the Coyotes. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we lost five one to the Bruins. Yeah, we won in a shootout, two one against the Yotes. Well, that hurt them, the Coyotes, not us. At at this point in the season, let's let's ask you. I don't know, as a fan, as a as a former coach or, or whatever. Do you want the tank? Uh, I mean, you know how I feel about the tank. Essentially, we have an AHL team. I don't think tanking is in the. See, they they were talking about this today on Spitting Chicklets. There's a plug, 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 free plug for you. And they were talking about should there be a rule in place for once a team is mathematically eliminated, mm-hmm. should you, is there a way to prevent them from tanking on purpose? Like, let's say, all right, you're mathematically eliminated. I guess we were mathematically eliminated in Couple weeks March, <clears throat> yeah. mid-March. Mm-hmm. They were saying that there should be a plan in place where like, okay, you're mathematically eliminated. But if you get the most points or wins, you know, something to motivate you, Mm -hmm. your percentages of winning the draft go up. Okay. I I would I would go I would go for that. Yes. Well, if that were the case, then ours would go down because we have not won a lot since we were mathematically eliminated. Like these three wins that I'm looking at since Mm -hmm. two weeks ago Mm -hmm. might be the wins that we've had since we've been eliminated. 
I mean, for us, it's all, you know, obviously you're, you're talking about injuries. You're talking about this, you're talking about that. And do I actually, do I actually think we've, we're tanking? Absolutely not. No, we're not. And that, and that's what, when I was listening to it, what I was saying is like, people will look at the devils and go, oh man, they're fucking tanking, but we're really not. Like if you look at our lineup, yes, we have a, a lot of minor league players, but we're not just sitting, you know, veterans We're we're legitimately hurt. And, mean, and the kids that we're putting in or the people that we're putting in are playing above an yeah. expe- expectation. Like, Ro- like Rooney we, is playing above it, yeah. what I would expect. Gabriel. Gabriel playing. Joey, Joey Anderson's playing better than I expected. But the other guys, I'm like, why the fuck are they out here? Why are you? But there's, a, there's enough in there where you would think that any other team loses a Taylor Hall, a, a Kyle Palmieri, your first two lines to injury what, or what have you. Your defensemen are out too. You would just say, I'm waving the white flag and I'm just going to cruise to the end of the season. I'm going to go on my vacation and fucking I'm going to start next year. Yep. We're not. So, so kudos to, um, to Hines. Kudos to the coaching staff for saying, hey, guess what? You're, you know, it's more than just words of saying you're playing for next year. We're watching you. Yeah. I think he even, uh, Heinz even made comments today saying that games like this one against the Hurricanes, which Tonight. is it is is a team that's going to the potentially going into the playoffs. I want to see how you kick their ass or right. how we respond. Because, are you going to lay down yeah. in these last two games, or are you going to play spoiler? Now, as a fan, do you want them to lay down and go zero and two and get get that? And I'm not saying potential. And I saw on Twitter and stuff where people are like, "It's ridiculous that they're mad that they beat the Rangers and whatever." Like. Beating the Rangers had nothing to do with the tank or, oh, why are we all happy that we beat the Rangers or right. whatnot? Look, we're always going to be happy, whether it's fucking preseason, the playoffs, or your NHL the fourth 94. game. Right. <laughs> the fourth game of the season. You know, you're always going to be happy beating the Rangers. Do I, do I want to lose to the Rangers? No. But if I lost to the Rangers, I wouldn't be losing any sleep right now. No. I mean... I don't want us to lose on purpose, but on the other side, at this point in the season, you're eliminated from the playoffs. It's what's the, what's the point? Like, what are we winning? I'm not saying like lose on purpose, but what are we winning for? Right. I mean, I'm not saying I want a full out tank where we're playing with six players and no goalie, you know, like, but, but, uh, yeah, but, try to get us. <laughs> but I think for us, it's more of like, you're looking at, potential future guys and seeing how they react to this kind of yeah yeah absolutely and that's what you're physically like somebody was saying like you know when you end up in that tanking situation you're now no longer rooting for your team but you're rooting for player x to do well right and we're looking for our kids because look i'd like to see mcleod score you know like i'd like to see joey anderson i'd like to see zaka who's the last couple of games is even though we've lost some of them, like his, we're three and three in the last six games. The play is up. His his play is better now. Is his play better because he's healthy? He's getting more ice time than he normally would because everybody else is out of the lineup, or is his play better because there's no fucking pressure on him? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it could be a so, yes to everything. So. Right. So what's going to happen in October of next year when? All right, we have you penciled in right now as our second line center you're going to be playing with whoever and whoever um and he disappears again after his bridge deal yeah probably a two-year deal that's next week next week week we talk about who will be on this team and who won't 
And I there's a I lot actually, of guys. I actually have to start doing some fucking homework. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wrote a lot of it. All right, everybody, relax. Well, this is personal opinion. Yeah, but I, I think a lot of the guys that we see in our lineup today, right, won't be here. Won't be here. So that's for good for next week. So we spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. All right. So there's Roger Stafford. No, you know what? The way that he's fucking I'm, this, here, again, the way he's why, fucking playing, he's gonna earn himself another PTO or a one year yeah, fucking he's deal. He's gonna end another one year deal. And <laughs> if I'm Joey Anderson or I'm Brat or I'm I'm like looking, I'm like, look, you're a nice guy and all. Get the well, fuck off the, my go, team. go the fuck away. You're 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 taking my ice time. <laughs> like a gnat. <laughs> Tell it us is. what the eighties were like. <laughs> You see, like, the last couple of games, and all of a sudden, it's like, look at the score sheet. Stafford scored. Stafford scored. I'm like, fuck, he's playing his way onto next year's team. Yep. And I don't have anything against him. No. He just, just, we're a young team. I know you need some veterans, but we have them. Like, we yeah. have Green. We have Zajac. Mm-hmm. Hall. Palmieri. Those are our veterans. Mm-hmm. You don't need a veteran on your fourth line. No. Although, I would take Boyle back on him. Maybe you want to no. do you. No? No. All right. That's for next week. So, we beat the Sabres. Magically. <clears throat> I think um, there's some record right now that a team that was like fourth overall in the NHL at one point during the season is now f- like fourth or fifth, fifth worst worst team in the NHL. That and you know what? That, didn't the head coach get a get a? Yeah, he's okay for next season. Yeah, Phil Housley. <laughs> Look, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, yeah, I know I words think, are words. I but. think everybody is going to go knocking on Quinville's door. Yeah, there's already stuff coming out saying the Flyers are going to go hardcore in the offseason versus mm, together. Yeah. But everybody Buffalo, should. If if I'm jo- if I'm Quinville, I said John Quinville. If I'm from John Joel, Quinville too, he might yeah, be he's, out. He's, he's he's Gonzo too. Um, if I'm Joel Quinville, and I have to choose between the Flyers or Buffalo, Buffalo, who's got the brighter future? I'm picking Buffalo. Buffalo. The Flyers need to be almost like torn down and re- no, not maybe not torn no. down. We'll do it like the Rangers are doing, like a retool ish. Yeah, they need they need they need they need a system. They need they need hardcore. They it, need it, a couple of of good defensemen, and they need a a second, or maybe Nolan Patrick finally picks his game up. But they need like a a good second line behind. Giroux and Voracek and Katorie and Gritty. I'm tired of Gritty already. We lost to the Red Wings, who have been hot. Yeah, we ran into a bustle. And we lost to St. Louis, which... In overtime, with, what, three seconds left? Yeah. So we pushed them to the brink. But, like, you you watch that game and you go, where the fuck was this all season? Yeah. I mean, we took one of the hottest teams in the NHL to within three seconds of a shootout. Of a shootout and I'm watching it, and I'm going like, "Where was this? Like, where was this snarl? This this uh, like this urgency? That's the word I always like: urgency." And the same thing with the Rangers too, where it was scrappy. Uh, it was but the difference with the Rangers. Yes, game is there, it was it was scrappy, and if you can't get up. For that scrappy, for a rivalry like that, then you should look between your legs and check to see if there's anything there. Calling out manhood, eh? Oh, I didn't say that. It's 2019. Me Too movement. I mean, I just wanted to see, like, if you were a Ken doll or a Barbie doll, because they don't have anything there. Anyway, 
two games left. Carolina, Florida. Carolina's almost in. Florida's what, out? In there. Florida's out. They're yeah. with us. Um, Carolina, I, <sighs> I would love... I almost want them in the playoffs. And somebody made it good. One of the podcasts said, if Carolina gets the, the last spot in the playoffs and they play Tampa, it will be an all-storm series. <laughs> Storms are coming. Yeah, it's the Storm series. But uh, I could see us losing in a shootout to Carolina, and I could see us just completely getting... Blown out by Florida? Yeah. Yeah, because that last game on Saturday, it's one of those. All right, guys. Hey, All right. hey we're already in Florida. Well, what flight? Can I get a cruise from here? No. Can you guys take my equipment cause, home? Because they got to go back and they got to have exit interviews. Or unlike that little interview that Ray Shiro did with uh, with our with our girl. Oh, what uh, the hell is her name? Deb, Deb, Deb Placey. On the executive suite by him basically saying that the exit interview, Taylor Hall's first year, was like, fuck you all. <laughs> he was so pissed. He said, fuck it. I'm only going for you guys and I'm done. Yeah. That was an excellent, excellent interview, though. Like, you got to see the inner workings of how he thinks. And what I love about him is, Ray, is that he is so open. I mean, very. Coming from Lou, status quo, to, hey, look, I took Hall out to dinner in Jersey City and we sat down, and he goes, you know, the playoff game with Edmonton's playoff game was right behind us. And, do you, you know, think that was planned? No, I, I also think that was added maybe for dramatic value. Gotcha. Um, but the fact that he was like, we sat for three hours and I told him he needs to be better. Like, You need to grow up is yeah. what he basically told him. But see, and that's why I think that Taylor Hall is not really hurt. I think that there's a conspiracy theory here. Um, there's something else going on. Because when you see him at fucking functions and he's going to devil games and whatnot. Like there's no limp. There's no, you know, and I, I also think something's wrong with Jasper, Jasper Bratt. Well, he's out for, he's out for the remainder of the but year, he was practicing. but he's practicing and he looked fine practicing. So I don't get it. Exactly. So I think what Ray is doing is pulling the old, yeah, you're hurt. It might not be a physical hurt, but, you are hurt somehow. You're hurt somehow, and I'm not going to have you around this team right now. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a good um, opinion to have. Obviously, we don't know. Because, I mean, is. until they come out and say, like, yeah, Taylor Hall completely destroyed his knee. Like, well, you know that people are going to go back and watch his last game and be like, where did he get hurt? Yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't like he ever you saw him in a game. Like, he pulled up lame. No, it's like he a, just he played in the game and then the game was over and then like oh yeah he's hurt. Yeah, it, it's and all these injuries and all the the bumps and the bruises and the and the descriptions of upper and lower body injuries all come flooding out after game eighty two when you're eliminated. What what I want to see is if we start hearing because we can negotiate with him on July first, mm-hmm. and if we start to hear that. Well, you know, he's not entirely sure. He just wants to play the season out and see how it Trade goes him. after. There's something there. There's something that, like, Ray was like, again, I'm not 
a fucking journalist that this is all a conspiracy theory yes. here. All of okay. opinion here on high stakes super kicks. Let's say said hockey player. There we go. I'll cover myself. Let's say said hockey player had a problem. He had the he had the flu. Yeah, the okay. the nose flu. The white flu. Uh huh. Nose candy flu. Oh. Um, he had Dusty an addiction flu. to to rock candy. <laughs> to crushed Smarties. Yes, and. <laughs> This was public knowledge. I mean, again, maybe there's there's something to that. And Ray, knowing that this is a young team and knowing how impressionable, there's your trophy-winning player. Having a Smarties candy issue. Having a Smarties candy, yeah, having a a, a Fortnite issue. You want to keep him away from those young guys. And maybe it's you have a leg injury, you have to clean up. And now, what happens if said player, it's negotiation time July 1st, it is pissed off at the GM for doing that? Because it's got to hurt his value for negotiations. It does. <clears throat> Flip side of it, though, um, when he goes into the uh, Palmieri ball and all that kind of stuff, and you see him out and about with the team and stuff like that, he's not sourpussed. He looks like a player that says that, you know, if, 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 you're, if you're fucking with him, and fucking with his life and saying, look. Oh, that he's got resting he's bitch got, face. Yes. He doesn't look like he has resting bitch face. He but, looks like a guy that wears his emotions on his sleeve, and but, he doesn't really look that way. Right. But if I'm his agent, uh, you turn there, around and go you fuck him. go out there, smile, wave your fucking cap, just like major, uh, a league of their own. Wave your cap, smile, because all that's going to do, if everyone knows you're disgruntled, it that's going to hurt your value either in A, a trade to someplace you want to go, or B, you're going to be a player that's labeled a head case mm-hmm. that a team is not going to hand you that ten million dollars that you want. It's a it's a it's a tough conversation to have, and we'll definitely go into detail next week about it. Yep. <clears throat> Moving uh, on. Yeah, a little NHL news. Uh, uh. Oh, the other thing about the Ranger game that was completely awesome. Oh, yeah, I think. The chant, Yes, we both suck. (laughs) We both suck. In unison, and this is probably the first and probably the only time that Rangers fans and Devils fans together, hand-in-hand, singing Kumbaya, chanting, we both suck, and we hear claps. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that little video was recorded close to our seats. Yeah, probably. It looked that way. It could have been either of our seats from back in the day or your current seats. Yeah. Um, I think they said, I read somewhere that this is the first time since like 2002 or something right. that both the Devils and the Rangers are not in the postseason. Okay. It's, and I think people will die hearing this, but. It's bad for the NHL when a team like the Rangers are not in the playoffs. True. Why? Because Madison Square Garden, the Rangers. Oh, it's the biggest money. TV market. It's the biggest TV market in the country. It's all about the money. And if you think about it, the three biggest fucking TV markets in the country are not in the playoffs. L.A. And Chicago. New York and Chicago. Boy, can't wait to watch the ratings on that fucking. <laughs> it's gonna end up like it's gonna end up being who like the the Vegas Golden Knights versus like the Hurricanes, or, or and oh. you're just sitting there going. Oof. But hockey fans will watch it. 
I'll watch it. I watched it when it was fucking Edmonton, Carolina. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, what was it? Calgary, Tampa. Or what? Detroit and Carolina. But I'm sure, you know what? I'm sure people said the same thing. Like, when oh, we, man. When the Devils run it to you? Dallas Devils. That's going to be exciting. And look what happened. It fucking was. Yeah, for us, because yeah, we're well. fans. No, but I'm sure people in fucking Spokane could care less. But come on, you have a guy in a corner, right? Through the legs, pass, open in front of the crease, boom, scores a goal, win the cup. Oh, I, I agree. Look, there's there was a lot of great moments, but yeah. if an average hockey fan somewhere else could really care less. True. So it, with the advent of sports and a gazillion dollars being paid to, to any sports players, when this article came out, Mike Trout signed like a 14-year, 400 something million dollar contract to stay with the uh baseball anaheim angels hometown mike trout right yeah he's a jersey boy Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> i'm hitting home runs in anaheim i think it was one of those that he was making him mike trout himself was making more a year than like a handful of nhl teams cap Period. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> it just shows you how low on the totem pole hockey is. But it, it could be a top three sport. There's one, there's a two, and then there's really low number three. But the difference is is the TV deals that baseball and football get as opposed to hockey, and even basketball. Mm-hmm. Basketball is on what, like four channels? It's on ESPN, NBC, ABC. Yeah. You know, baseball's on every fucking channel. Hockey's on. And hockey's on. Two. The OLN network. I'm Te- sorry. I mean, that's NBCSN. Okay. And it's on the NBA. NHL network and then your local. Your local teams. Yeah. Local teams. That's it. Like, you're, you don't so send te- NBC every te- blue moon. Technically, it's only one because MSNBC or NBCSN Is and NBC, NBC right. are the same thing. So they're, <laughs> they're pulling in and plus they have 100 and 62 games a year yep. multiplied by how many teams are there in baseball 30 30 something yeah right so you're looking at big money as opposed to yeah i mean i, I get it but it just it 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 brings it all into focus well and the other thing too is that i think hockey maybe football too i'm not sure i think hockey is the only sport that has like a cap has a hard cap has, yeah baseball has a cap but you're paying luxury taxes if you go over it and teams don't really give a shit there, there's a way to pay the stars of the NHL like that and still have a cap. Yeah. And you do like football does. You put a franchise tag, and that franchise tag does not count against your cap. So McDavid would be making $25 million a year, right? and that won't count against your cap. But here's the thing. If he retires... Before the end of his contract, you cannot put that tag on somebody else. Yeah, you're stuck with it. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot of different ways that you can move forward with the NHL, considering that. Yeah, well, the first thing they need to do is fix this fucking playoff. Well, next year they got. It's basically going to be the same thing for another year. It's going to be the same thing. And I know why they're doing it, so that they could. One, it's supposed to create rivalries, which is bullshit. 
That's just a fucking easy way of saying, well, we don't have to worry about the travel and the TV markets will be easier to handle on, you know, Mm -hmm. on TV. But the other reason is they can do a bracket. It's true. Uh, I was having a conversation with a coworker about like when Seattle gets in there and we're talking about instant rivalries. Seattle's first game of the year should be Vancouver. Absolutely. And you start at game one. Here's your rivalry. Boom, done. Well, the other thing, if you want to start rivalries, which was they did years ago, right? So every team in the NHL right now plays. You play every team in the other conference twice, one home, one away. Mm-hmm. And then you play every team in your conference. I think it's like four, four times. times yeah. Okay. Fuck that. Get rid of it. Go back to the way it used to be. You play every team in the other conference once. It sucks. Okay. Yeah. And you alternate every year. So, all right, one year we're going to Edmonton. Next one year, year they're coming to here. us. Okay. Then you make every team in your division, you play like six times. And that's how it used to be. Like and you play every right, right. And you play every team in your conference four times. Right. So now we're seeing Devils Flyers, Devils Islanders, Devils Rangers, Devils Penguins, and what's the other team? Columbus? Washington? Yeah, no. Washington. No, it's not Washington. Washington's no. in the southeast. Okay? But you're 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 building Pittsburgh, Flyers, Rangers, Islanders. It's Columbus, isn't it? I think so. But you're building it should be Boston, but it's not. But you're building that rivalry right there. Huh. It's bullshit. So is having all this money when <laughs> you're not making those. <laughs> And when Edmonton was eliminated recently, first team since the 1989-1990 Penguins to have two 100-point players and missed playoffs. Who were the two players on the Penguins? How's that for a trivia question? Uh, I don't know. One's easy. Um, what, Lemieux? Yep. And The other one's a defenseman. A defenseman at 100 points? Yeah. Holy shit. Who was it? Jarmir Bogger? Nope. <laughs> Nope. Who was it? Paul Coffey. Coffey? Coffey. He spilled 100 fucking points as a defenseman. Good God. And he talk, did that talk, a couple of times. Talk about records that ain't going to be broken. Yeah. Nobody's going to break Bobby Orr's shit. So, I don't think you'll you'll ever. I don't want to say ever. No, you could say it. I don't, I don't think we'll see in our lifetime a defenseman lead the league in scoring. Oh, no. Like that. So as of now, the playoffs. As of yesterday, actually, the playoff seating um, goes like this. All right, I'm gonna, I'm going to make my picks right now based on what's in front of us, which means it will be changed by the next time we record next week. Winnipeg, uh, Dallas. I'm going to pull the upset here. You're going to go Dallas? Yep. How did Dallas squeak into the playoffs after their whole this because team fucking sucks? Their goalie <laughs> is fucking awesome. No, you know why? You oh. know why, Ben oh, Lovejoy. No, Ben Lovejoy, is he's a fucking... He's your next fucking captain. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Bobby Butler. Uh, you have the uh, the Snarltooth versus the uh, Musical Notes. Uh, I got to go with Nashville. You think they're just going to plow over St. Louis? No. It's but it's going to be... that. That's going to seven. Okay. Here's another thing, too. Why don't you make that first round five games and the rest seven? No. No? Because that's what makes fucking hockey awesome. 
Sevens all the way through. Okay. Uh, next you have uh, Aha. We can this. I know how to do this one. Calgary versus uh, the Avalanche. Fire melts snow. Oh, that's how you're doing. That's how I picked my <laughs> when I did a bracket like a three or four years ago for basketball. <laughs> I based it on mascots. Could this mascot beat that mascot? <laughs> fire beats snow. But snow can put fire out. It's not going to. Calgary's going to fucking... No, you know who can put out flames? <laughs> um, Wait, who is it? Oh, the Hurricanes. Oh, yes. They're going to take the wind and the rain. They're going to put out the flame. They're so fucking stupid. <laughs> Sharks and Knights. <laughs> I want the fucking Golden Knights to win. Yeah, I think the Golden Knights. Fuck the I love, no, but I love the Sharks. I really want to see Joe Thornton, mm-hmm. you know, win a cup. But that team is in fucking shambles right now, the Sharks. They can't, they they might as well put that walrus in the Geico commercial <laughs> in the fucking net because nobody's stopping that shit. I, but I can't see DeBoer throwing him fish. No. Mm, no, that. no, stay up, stay up. Uh, Tampa, Tampa, right now it's Columbus. How did Columbus make it? Oh, they went on a streak. They won like six or seven in a row. Uh, and then they got fucking smoked by the Bruins. I've got to go, obviously, with Tampa. Tampa. This is the toughest probably series to judge right here. Boston, Toronto. My heart wants to say fucking Toronto because I think it's good for hockey if they win. Mm-hmm. But, but I think Boston's going to win. Okay. And I think a series like that goes seven. And it goes into overtime. Like that's one. That's one of the series I want to go seven. Go to overtime, and then whoever wins that series gets smoked versus Tampa. It's gonna go six, and Boston's gonna beat them in Toronto, and those fans are gonna go fucking ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have the W's versus the O's. Uh, I'm sorry, the Capitals versus the. Uh, I gotta say the Capitals, the Carolina oh, Hurricanes. Come on, you know. You, I want the Hurricanes to go all the way to the final so they can do the little duck hunt shit. Nope. No? No. You need Ovi. Again, as a fan of the game. Ovechkin. You yeah. need Ovechkin in the playoffs. You need you need Ovechkin over overachievers. And as much as I'd like to say I want the Islanders to win just because I fucking hate the Penguins, you need it. Crosby be- versus Ovi, Ovi again. again. Right. And if you look at it, look if you look at the East by based off of your predictions, and again we can go over this next week as well a little bit. Um, Tam- in, in a second round, Tampa versus uh, Toronto that's or Boston. A, that's a or, or that's a hell of a matchup. Yep. And then you have, I think Boston's uh, the only team that could give Tampa, Tampa a, a scare. Which didn't they kind of do it this year anyway? Nah. So there you go. So we can and and Arizona and Montreal being in the hunt. Um, Vegas, Calgary. Uh, Nashville, Dallas. That would be a fun series. I think Nashville would. This is Nashville and... It's a Nashville party, you know. Yeah. It's Nashville, Calgary, San Jose, and Vegas's chance to make a run to the finals. You look at... You just look at the West that's right there, not even including Arizona. The West doesn't look... I mean, maybe Winnipeg? I think Winnipeg could match up against Tampa. But yeah. Winnipeg isn't playing too well right now. Like some people think that like we said in our preview a couple of shows ago where it's like just let the season be over already so we can get into the playoffs. I think that was our Christmas wish list. Yeah. And I think that they think once they get into the playoffs that they'll be able to just turn it on like a light switch, you know. 
There you go. That's a that's a Broadway reference. Turn on Broadway. the light switch. Yeah, it's from Book of Mormon. Twinkle. I just toes, want you to know, David. I, I just want you to know your your buddy Dave is cultured. <laughs> <laughs> Should college athletes be paid or not? Oh yeah, we you and I had big disagreements on this one. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. You th- you say no. I say no. Okay. Because I'm always under the the guise of, is it guys or guides? I, I've never. What's whatever. The, whatever it is. You're uh, under the impression. Yes. Under the thinking of, they label you as a student athlete. Student comes first. Education comes first. You're going to college on a scholarship. So you're not essentially having $100,000 plus in debt. Okay. After after all that, with your fucking I baked cookies master's degree, okay? Oh, whoa. <clears throat> what? Watch your hands on the fucking master's degree. I have a cookie making degree. <laughs> you have a liberal, liberal arts I have a, degree? I have a cookie fucking master's degree. I thought, I thought, you, I thought you were an educator. I was. You, <laughs> now you're telling me you're a Betty Crocker? That's a Crocker okay, shit. Okay, so I get your point that... <laughs> They should be happy with their scholarship where they're getting a free education from a not always a top notch educational institution. But here's my issue as someone who went to college and played sports in college. Now, let's just put it this way. Did you get any type of free ride down to scholarship down to not because of sports because I went to a D3 school. I got a, a partial scholarship for the big old brain. <laughs> Not really, but I did. Um, here's the issue. In any college, especially if you're some kid living hundreds, if not thousands of miles away from their home. All right. So you think about a kid that's going from California to go to BC for basketball, football, hockey, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. That kid's going to need money. For just everyday life, you know, fucking toothpaste and and whatnot. Where are they getting that money? Do 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 since I didn't go to college, I just went straight to tech school into the real world. Does do student athletes get any kind of stipend? No. Okay. You do if you work. Option one: work. Okay. Option two would be mommy and daddy's filling some kind of account saying here's your $5 from McDonald's or, and, and ramen noodles every day. Right. So now here, is there another option? I don't want to cut you off. If you're... Mm, I, don't, I can't think of any. Okay. So option one you said is work. <laughs> here's the issue with that. Especially I, I, I'm going to go on football players or, mm. you know, they did a real sports on basketball. So you are practicing every day. Let's say an hour. Most of them, it's more than that because you think it's an hour, but it might be an hour on the court, an hour in the gym, weightlifting, and then video. an hour yeah. of video. So now okay. we're talking. Let's go three hours. Let's say three to six. Okay. Right, you're there. Then you go back. Maybe you're on the meal plan, and you get <laughs> your dinner. Right. You're done by seven. You're done by seven. You, you have homework because you're in fucking school. You said student number one priority. Sure. Where am I fitting a job? If I'm going to class 
between eight and three, mm-hmm. and then, then I have, have practice. Where am I getting my job? And don't say the weekend because guess what? We're getting on a plane to fly to fucking Duke or wherever to right. play a game and stay in the hotel and. So then you're falling to option B, where mommy and daddy is filling a credit card for you to get your ramen noodles. Okay, so now you're the inner city kid, and I'm saying that to be ding, ding, ding. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're the inner city kid who was a great football player, basketball player, soccer player, just for PC version, um, where mommy and daddy couldn't even afford to send you to college, period, and you worked your ass off to go to college, and mommy and daddy barely have enough money to put food on their own table. Okay, so now you're down to option C, which we didn't provide one. Hmm? So now we're down to option C, which we didn't provide an option C. So so here's the other option, especially in this is Rutgers. I remember watching Rutgers games and seeing jerseys of players that are currently on the team. Does the player get that money? I wouldn't think so. No, he doesn't, but his name's all over it. Okay. And... His picture's all over the billboards. Okay. So they're selling him. They're selling, or her, they're selling these athletes. They're making tons of money every weekend on sold-out stadiums, you know, whatnot. Mm -hmm. And that athlete doesn't see a fucking dime of it. Okay. Now you're going to say, well, that money would go towards their scholarship to pay for their education and whatnot. All right. So one Rutgers football game, which and let's and let's let's preface this also by saying that Rutgers for here in New Jersey is a state school. It's, yeah. it's not I, a Duke. I even, a, right, I couldn't even tell you how much it costs to go to fucking Rutgers or I'm, whatever. Now, I'm sure, it's probably the same thing as going to fucking Penn State and Duke and fucking if USC. You live in the state, yeah. But you know, anyway, now those those athletes, let's say they sell out the fucking stadium, they're playing. Well, Which is what, 50,000? Right, one whatever. game pays for everybody on that field's fucking... Yeah, four-year degree. Or, or at least that year. Okay. Okay, so now there's what, eight more games? Where's that money go? Oh, it goes into the program so they could build more buildings and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Don't sit there and say, oh, that money goes towards paying for the teacher's salaries and mm-hmm. all of... No, 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 it doesn't. You want a, a good chuckle? Go look up athletic directors' oh, yeah. salaries so. in the top ten biggest football schools. Oh yeah, oh, I know. And you're talking, and you're you're talking about all that money going to update weight rooms and mm-hmm. infrastructure and boosters are the ones that and, are most likely and advertising for, yeah. and and whatnot. Now, am I saying pay them massive amounts of money? No, no. You've got to find out what is the the cost of living. In the area that those places are. That's what I would do. I would say, what's the cost of living to live in New Brunswick for eight months? Okay. And then you sit there and you pay them a weekly allowance or stipend or whatever. Out of that. How much is that going to be? Two, three hundred bucks a week per athlete at best? And if you did that, I think you'll eliminate the athlete who is like signing footballs and selling and them. Se- and having his friends sell them to get the money kind of stuff. Not and, and most of these major, major, major D1 schools have so much fucking money from their TV deals too. like Notre, Notre Dame, Dame from you're NBC. telling me, but you have to make sure that every athlete 
in the Division One gets paid the same. The same. You can't turn around and go, well, this kid goes to Notre Dame and they have fucking tons of money. You come to Notre Dame, we're going to give you fucking $1,000 a week. And then, you know. Yeah. No, I agree. A college student playing a sport, if you even want to go as far as saying D1, if you just want to restrict it to D1. Well, I mean, again, it, it's. But they D- have to, they all have to be making 10 grand a year for eight months. To be able to or pay them whatever it is that they don't have to pay taxes as a salary. Whatever that um, floor number is. For yeah. Me. I mean, even D3, as a D3 athlete, it went from, I had, I had to have my classes done by 2 o'clock because we had to go to practice at 3 o'clock, which was 20 minutes away. We weren't, the rink wasn't on campus. And you had to eat at some point, right? So then we would go to practice from 3 to 5, shower at the rink, drive back, We'd all rush in because dinner, I think, closed at like 6.30 or whatever. We'd all rush in to the meal plan, have our dinner, come back, and, you know, do whatever. Not me, but other people did like their homework and shit. And then you wake up and it's the same thing the next day. Or the next day you wake up, you have class from th- from 8 to 2. And then I had, we on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays, we had games. So now if we're playing a home game, great. It's still a 25-minute drive to the home game, but you now we're driving to fucking New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting on a bus for three hours before to play a game that takes three hours to turn around to get back on the bus at three hours. When am I going to have a job? Okay. And what job is going to allow me to disappear every other day? Yeah, because jobs are going to go... <coughs> Jobs are going to say, well, do you want to work or right. do you want to play football or, or soccer? I mean, I was lucky that I had a job through the school where I, I worked on Sunday, mm-hmm. the only day. Because you have to, I don't know if it's the same for D1, but you have to give them one day off a week. They cannot go seven days a week. Okay. So kind of like how the NHL kind of does it where it's within their CBA that they either have practice and days off or just certain scheduled days. That they, have, they cannot do anything hockey related. Right. So essentially all those like player signings that happen at like little sports stores in, in the area. Oh, they get paid for those. Yes. But those are done on player day offs, right? Like Probably. Team, team activities days off. You or know. it's done after the team a, activity. A team activity. Yeah. Uh, so I think sometimes people have had practices and then all of a sudden an hour later, boom, they're signing autographs. Right. So they're probably, I mean. I it's on their own time. I can only speak for the devils, but I know like their morning skate is at like. 11 o'clock mm-hmm. and it probably goes to like 1230 or 12 o'clock and then they have the rest of the day to themselves if they're not hurt or whatever right so okay so, yes. so you should pay they should be paid something even division two and division three athletes should be paid something a food stipend at least yeah oh plus you're also paying for books and all that kind of shit too right i Is pay that, for books and stuff so. yeah there's an honest discussion. We are not ripping each other's throats out. No, we're fucking adults. <laughs> and neither one of us have to worry about this. <laughs> Doesn't affect either one of us. Anymore. Nope. But you know what does affect us? When yeah. we interact with athletes. Yeah. Like like for the, for the devils, um, there was the Kincaid couple, quote, air quote, where literally they were probably hobbing his knob. 
following players all over the state of New Jersey on major highways to their homes, stalking them outside of the arena after practices. That's fucking ridiculous. So the big idea of this um, this particular show um, in this segment is fan and athlete interaction. We'll go through stuff good, the bad, the ugly, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago you had in the NBA the I think his name is Michael Westbrook is that his name whatever no it doesn't Brian Westbrook Brian Westbrook of the Oklahoma City Thunder right was sitting there like cursing at fans that were trash talking him and like he fucking stared down some little kid who touched his leg yes on that, an inbound I believe there were two instances one where a kid touched his leg it was. The kid was young. Let's call right, him was, anywhere between like five and ten, where it's like, holy crap, I'm near Michael West or Brian Westbrook. I'm going to, or Michael, whatever it is. I'm going to touch him because, oh, my God, I'm, I'm having, yeah. I'm jonesing. And, and as an athlete nowadays, how they're very guarded about themselves anywhere. Absolutely. In a, in a sport like that where the fans are so close, like. I mean, granted, it was a fucking little kid, but yes, you could as the athlete, it could have been anybody with a fucking knife that, like, yep. Monica Sellis when she got fucking stabbed in the back. Yep. You know, like, you have no idea. Yes. So he almost flipped out on that, and fans were basically, how do I say this nicely, um, racial epithets at him from the crowd. Yep. And that's not just basketball. I'm sure it happened. I mean, that it's definitely in happens sport. in every sport. Um, even soccer, yeah, I know. Oh. I remember. I remember the guy, uh, the Italian guy, but Batello. Uh huh. That I mean, he played for Italy, and every time he went on the field, people fucking threw bananas, and they made like monkey noises. Like, are you really that shallow of a person that you need to tear somebody down that because bad? of because of like a skin color because anything. of their skin color. Or any, yeah, you're right. Anything. Anything. Yeah. Like, I hate Sean Avery, you know, and I'd, I'd be like, I fucking hate you. But, like, I wouldn't, I'd boo him, but I'm not going to sit there and scream, you know. Yeah, like gay, homosexual, homosexual references. Yeah. yeah, references or anything like that. Like, the great, the great line that I, I've learned is when you say something, <laughs> this is going to be real funny. Um, when you say something, Imagine it's going to be read in court. Yeah. Like, or, or, do or you want be, that to be said? Or or even take the court thing out of it. The court of public opinion. Right. You have social media now, right? Like 20 years ago, you didn't have it. But you have social media. You had, uh, news, you had MySpace? newspaper. MySpace? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Google Plus. But do we um, have the same problem in hockey? Not to, not to this extent. Yeah. Ask John Tavares that question. Yeah. But, like, it, it, it's a little different in hockey because we have the glass. Like, unless the whole crowd is chanting something at somebody, mm -hmm. which I can't remember in my hockey experience, a crowd chanting no, you, something you, racial or homosexual you, or whatever. You have your jerk-offs in a small group who are hiding behind their seats all the way in the nosebleeds. Yep. And you hear it because it rains downward, and that's about it. But, like, what do you think it would take for a fan to get ejected? In a, in a hockey game. In hockey? Uh, because like, you, like, can't, you can't touch the players because right. of the glass. Yep. Um, like they mentioned before, any games, anything thrown on the ice, you're ejected. So 
I mean, they went above and beyond and decided to take away bottle caps. So I'm not sure how much that's going to do. But that you, I that I understand. Fine, but if you have a full a full twenty ounce bottle of soda, or for some of you, pop. <laughs> Billy likes soda. <laughs> so you take you put your thumb on the top of it and you just like whip it towards the ice, and you hit somebody in the head. You a, a twenty ounce thing of liquid being thrown. Hundreds of feet up, okay. Say, say from the hundreds, right where we sit, and you just toss one, and you got good enough fucking aim that you hit somebody. You hit a ref. You even hit somebody that's one row from the glass. Oh, you're gonna do damage. Yes, that's how you would get tossed. But what What do you think has to be said? Said in order for a fan <clears throat> to get ejected. Now, it, again, it doesn't have to be said or chanted or whatever. Now. Uh, well, okay, let's put it this way. Are, would you also like to incorporate that if you say something so disparaging, yet people on the ice didn't hear it, the ref didn't hear it, but people around yes. you heard yes. it, and they dial 8577-AC-GUEST. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like, don't get me wrong. Like, I've, I've said some pretty horrible things to people there, in our season ticket yes. you know, timeline. But to get ejected? Oof. If um, I had to yell to, fucking down in front. <laughs> that that alone. I'll walk you out of here. <laughs> um, it has to be so bad that you have like the whole 15 rows all looking at you going, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. And know what sucks is, is like when it comes to hockey, when an issue does happen like that, I mean, you can look up fans interacting in hockey on YouTube and you'll see. You know, the fat guy that was fucking yelling at Ty Domi and fell into the penalty box and Ty Domi beat the shit out of him. It's so rare when it does happen. The fucking asshole. Let, what was it? The yelling at Monday, Tavares. Yelling at Tavares. Like when it does happen, especially today with the social media, like yeah. you were talking, it is just glorified. Yes. All over the fucking place. Yeah. And they go. And honestly, that goes with anything. It, a little yeah. snippet taken out of context gets blown up so much that negative shit happens to it yeah from and, it and to it even even when it's something positive like i think it was the rangers were playing the penguins sometime this year and there was a guy sitting next to the penalty box and crosby was in the box and the guy was fucking chirping him and said something like can you imagine how many fucking cups malkin would have if he didn't have to play with you and they showed crosby laughing Right. Like he was laughing like that's a fucking good one. And he gave that guy His stick. an autographed stick. Like oh, that was that's a, but still it got glorified. Yes. And even, you know, today and I'm thinking of the devils. Um, there's the the girl. She's got to be like a teenager where she holds up a sign and warm up and wants to play fucking rock, paper, scissors. Right. With Severson. And he did it. And I think she won and he gave her a stick. Now she showed up like for the next game and Look, did looking it, for it again. looking to do it again. And he ignored her. And what did everybody do? Oh, what a fucking asshole he is. Like, how many times is he supposed to do this every game? Yeah. Are we supposed to have a different player every game? It falls into that category of getting your 15 minutes of fame. Now, I get it. A young fan wants her, his or her favorite player to show them some attention. Perfect. I get little kids. People like you and me that want to do that. People asking uh, players to the prom. 
you and I go down to the ice, right, and have something stupid on a sign. And if if you Taylor, mean like, hey, would you want to be a guest on the HSSK podcast? Exactly. <laughs> and Taylor Hall looks at it, points at it, and goes <laughs> like that, and it gets a thumbs up. Dude, we'd be fucking over our heads. Oh, that'd that's be- great. If we do it again, we'd probably get rushed out by by Earl and security. Oh no, I would absolutely make sure if if he fucking gave us the thumbs up, like yeah, I'll I'll go on your get show. Get his fucking you're... agent on the phone right now. The and first thing on. I'm doing is like, yeah, let me get your number, uh-huh. and then I'm gonna fucking make sure that I text you like, hey, do you think you can get Paul Mary <laughs> come in? How about Brett, Corey? <laughs> He's gonna have I, to change his number because of me. I and you're gonna go. I hope you knows Uh, what you're talking so taylor (laughs) as you sit on the couch next to me um what was really hurt your pride your ego your nasal cavity (laughs) (laughs) and the high sticks supercase Mm -hmm. podcast brought to you by taylor and rob (laughs) (laughs) dave's dead (laughs) dave's bye-bye but dave now has half of taylor's (laughs) salary Unfortunately, I didn't even witness it. I was looking at my screen, looking at show prep. I don't know what happened. I'm blind. (laughs) For that half second, I went blind. I don't know why. So our next question is, Mm -hmm. what should happen to fans who inappropriately interact with players during a game? Like if you can, if you, all right, here's, so here's the thing. Like, uh, like what happened uh, in the past few weeks with uh, the dude from Toronto where they were saying, oh, he was, you know, yelling racial slurs at other players and this, that, and the other thing. If you have evidence of it, and especially in, if you have evidence, if if it's a verbal thing, you need to have audible evidence and it, all that kind of stuff. If you're seeing a person um, interacting physically with somebody or, you know, pulling on a jersey, throwing shit at somebody like a Tavares as he's walking away and all that kind of stuff. If you have that evidence, you, you toss him and you ban him. Right. Um, you can even go back to what the NFL does. I think the uh, Philadelphia Eagles have a... a at least in their old stadium. I don't know if they do in the new one. They have one. like a jail. They, they had a courthouse and jail in at, in the basement of the football stadium. So if you were fucking drunk as shit and you threw batteries and hit Santa, they're pulling you down to court and you're saying you're guilty, not guilty. How do you get to be that judge? Um, you probably got to work for the town. Yeah. Work for the city of Philly. It's, probably, it's, a, I, it's a city. I job. think the line is booing. Like as a fan, that's all you can really do. Yes. Is boo. Because after that, you're ruining the experience now for other people. Like, not everybody feels the same way you do. Like, if, yes. you, if you if you have a guy that's yelling that your 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 mom's a hoe, six, sixty minutes a game while you're eating your popcorn, yeah, that's yeah. Like, or you know, just screaming at Tavares. Like, all right, fine, you can do that. Like, that's. But the minute you start, like ruining the experience for someone else like maybe somebody in in the coliseum you know what it's happy that tavares is home is he's got back. to go home and got to play sure. and you know and now you're ruining the experience by cursing and screaming at him and there's little kids around and don't get me wrong i'm not trying to sit here and not pretend that i haven't done this before because i have i mean i've screamed i was young you know i was stupid I didn't have a kid of my own where I wouldn't want to hear that. But now, like, I understand mm-hmm. that, like, that screaming and yelling. and it's, uh, it's it's us getting older, understanding the stupidity of a youth is now it's annoying. It's like you're, you're your mom and your dad kind of thing where it's like, okay. I'm really the grumpy old man from yeah. fucking the Muppets now. Yeah. yeah. Calm the fuck down. 
Uh, what should be the punishment for crossing the line? I, I think the usher should just be made aware and keep <clears throat> having an attention. Like I remember, and I think we talked about this before, like the one or two games I went to last year when the fucking people were like finger banging each other behind us and like making out and she mm-hmm. had like her boob. Like how come no one else is hearing this or seeing this? Like how come the fucking janitor, not the janitor, the, the usher... Who's, who's supposed to be monitoring, monitoring the section yep. while holding up their little sign, please don't go. <laughs> like, why do I have to go up? And it wasn't just me. There was the other guy, too, when I went up there. Because I left that game. I was like, I'm not sitting here. I'm not sitting here listening to these people fucking just be disgusting behind me. Mm-hmm. And drunk talking about cock sizes and whatever. Like, I, I don't want to hear that at a hockey game. And... Went up to the usher, and by the time I got to the usher, there was somebody else saying the same thing. So, like, I felt a little bit better, but... Still, yeah, it's... All these ranks have so many cameras now that they could probably zoom in on your phone. Well, like, it was that one thing that it ended up being not a meme, but, like, something that went across there, where it was, like, an, it was a hockey game. It was an empty section. They zoom. It was, like, all the way up in the nosebleeds, and there's two people having sex. Yeah. It's like, so there's the ability to see this and to potentially stop this, where hey. your security guy goes, all right, section 127, row six, get them out. Yeah. And somebody, security but runs and gets I them. I think and- that those cameras now are just set up for legal issues. Yes. So if something happens, bang, they, like, how come nobody threw the fucking drunk kid out that fell down the stands and knocked the old lady out? No, notice what Dave just said. Fell down the stands, not the he stairs. Fell from the two hundreds top row down to the two hundreds like fourth row and knocked a fucking woman out cold. Yeah. He landed in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because we survived it. It's not funny, funny for that old lady. Because that old lady went to the hospital. And there was another woman that I was friends with. Her, I played hockey growing up with her son who sat in the next section over from us in 208. And, like, the Devils had won a game, and she got pushed from behind and fell headfirst and fucked herself up. You know, like, granted, she only fell into the seat in front of her, but she wasn't prepared for yes, it. Yes, yes. So she did. fell, and her head hit the chair in front of her, and she fell into that little space where your feet are, and she was fucked up because of it. Like, where are the cameras and the, and the ushers then? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's bullshit. It, but then you also look at, at least for us, right? And now Devils fans who who, who may recall this or whatever, um, there's fanatics. There's fanatic sections at games. So for the Devils, there's the 233 crazies. Your opinions on whatever they are. Um, there was the folks who sat next to, or close to our section. The guy whose name was Two Beers. Yep. There was um, Shorts Guy. Shorts Guy. But the, you know there was a two hundred eight bunch of rowdy guys and all that kind of stuff. So there's all there's all these groups that that want their attention, right? And I remember at the old arena, literally because they had a walk a catwalk kind of thing above the last section of the seat, so you can walk around the whole arena. Yeah. They literally had to position an usher behind them. Yeah. Forty one games a year. Yep. Because of the shit talking that they did. Sure, they became friends with it, whatever. They they put a line in the sand, and they're like, "Listen, you cross that one, I'm fucking tossing you." So they, you know, they 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 inch towards that line or whatever, but they never really crossed. And if they did, they got tossed. But why do fans cross the line? 
Because they want 15 seconds of fame. Right. And because yeah. they're drunk. Or their team is losing, or their favorite player left, mm-hmm. or the rivalries. I, I don't think those are all reasons. Like I, I've said constantly, the Devil Ranger games. I hate going to Devil Ranger games. So do I. Because not because like, oh, the Devils suck and the Rangers were better or it's, or it's, it's it brings out the worst in fans. Yes. On both sides. And I'm not just saying like that I'm a Devils fan and it's like, oh man, yeah, yeah. No, it's you're, Devils fans too. It brings out the worst. And you know, like if you're that emotionally invested into people who don't even know you exist. Yes. It's cr- like pe- like talking about wrestling. And the guy who was crying when the Undertaker lost. Are you fucking kidding me? It's it's it's. He doesn't know you're alive. I to this conversation, it's a long gap between saying, "Hey, your your mother blows cows," to versus the Undertaker lost, and I'm crying. Right, but like, but I love the Devils, and you know, I, I've spent a lot of time and money in my life mm-hmm. with them, but. You know, win or lose, I have to wake up tomorrow. Yes. And they don't know anything about my fucking life. Like, and the, 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 and I remember seeing it multiple times when the Devils lost to the Rangers, or I remember seeing a friend of mine when we lost to Carolina, that one game where they fucking scored like two goals in a minute and knocked us out of the playoffs. But like fans, (laughs) there was a, there was a tear. Yeah. Fans fighting each other. Over their team is just fucking bonkers to me. Yeah. Like I don't get it. Like, like when somebody I remember multiple times, especially when 2012 when we made the run, mm-hmm. and like fan like we're standing. I used to love standing on the concourse to watch, you know, yeah. the fucking shit show that is on the concourse. And like, I don't wear devil jerseys. You wear a hat. I wear a devil's hat or a sweatshirt or whatever because I'm not a jersey guy like you. Okay, but like somebody just I don't know comes up to me like devils fucking suck. And I'm just standing there like I didn't fucking say anything to you. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. And like my first instinct is to like go back at him. Yeah. And then my like cooler heads prevail. And it's just like and the guy walks away. I remember there's a guy in a wheelchair. It was when we played the Rangers in 2012. He was in a wheelchair. He was at every game in that series at the Prudential Center, and he was a Ranger fan. And, like, my buddy was standing there, and the guy in the wheelchair rolled by, (laughs) mechanical, not, like, with his hands, rolled by and was like, fucking Bodor's a pussy, and rolled by. And I'm I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I I look like Jim in the office. Like, did did that really just happen? And my buddy went back at him. Like my, he rolled away, and my buddy like rolled and got in front of him, and was like, "You can't walk." <laughs> okay. And then he went, "You can't walk." And the guy's like, "What?" He goes, "No, no, I meant you can't talk. You can't talk." <laughs> he caught himself, didn't yeah. he? <clears throat> but it's it's just fucking ridiculous. Now, what happens when players cross the line? <sighs> like, like when? You, like, like do you do what Tavares did, where you just ignore it? And like play through it, or do you? Well, give me give me a thing. When when a player crosses the line, like what? Like we've seen multiple times where players, let's say they're leaving the ice. Okay. And some you saw this more at the Meadowlands than you do the Prudential Center. 
where they're leaving the ice and like people are throwing beers or chanting or screaming and they fucking like swing their sticks at, at the okay. players. Almost like what was happening more in the 80s-ish kind of stuff where you would jump the thing to go after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Um, it's probably different now that they, they're just not going to. There's more security around so that they can see that if you're whipping a bottle at somebody and you pop Tavares on the head or, or whatever. Yeah. They're not necessarily going to go after you, but Tavares would, or a player in general would stand there, point a stick and go, hey, Usher, that dude right there is the one who threw it. Go, go get his ass. And then or what, walk about if a, the, what about if a fan fucking jumps on the ice or like we see in baseball, they run on the run field. field. Um, football. I, I, ooh, that, that's a tough one because, you know, let's just go with hockey. You got literally, you have knives on your feet. Okay. So what are you going to do? Spear the guy and the, potentially nick him? There's a there's a great video on YouTube, and again, you could type in f- fans jump on the ice in the mm-hmm. NHL, and it's in Buffalo. One of the fans jumped on the ice and ran towards the bench to get it, and you just see fucking Rob Ray just unloading on this guy. What was he? A defenseman, a goalie, or what? Rob Ray was a fucking goon. He was a defenseman, oh, like he was a forward that was just a, was goon. a goon, and he he lands about thirty punches on top of this guy. And then there was another one where I think it was Montreal, the because Montreal behind the bench there's no glass, the old Montreal. Okay, so that's because that's where all like the Montreal organization people sat mm, okay and somebody ran down jumped down to the ice and was like running down the ice you see this linesman chasing the guy down just pushes him fucking head first into the boards rolls him over like as a player you have to do what you yes can to defend yourself but there's a line yeah doing look if you're gonna take your you're gonna take your hockey stick in baseball if you're gonna take your baseball bat and you're gonna swing and hit the guy to defend yourself there's a line there you don't you don't do that you do something where, like, the guy's running or whatever. Like, you're running in the outfield, right? And if you're running past a player, literally, if the player literally stuck his foot out like you're in a fucking playground when you're five yeah. and you trip somebody and he falls down so security can get him, that, that's not that's not a line. That's just like, you know what? You help security get the guy, good for you. If you broke his leg, well, you're the asshole who ran on the field who broke his leg. Um, yeah, it, it's especially on, on a hockey rink when a guy's running after you. you got to be an asshole to run on the ice. Yes. Because it's not going to turn out well for you. No, no, no. A, these guys all have equipment on. Yes. B, like you said, they have knives on their feet. Yes. C, they have a fucking stick in their hands. I think that they would be able to slew foot your ass so quick that... Oh, I think they would just knock you to the ice. Yeah. They would check you, yeah. and then you're done. Like you said, a linesman's going to check a guy into the boards. He's going to smash his face against the thing, and there you go. It's over. That's all. Because you got, you got guys going at 50, 60 miles an hour on skates. You could, like, blow on the guy when you're passing him, like, yeah. you know, and you'll knock him down. There you go. On to wrestling. It's <laughs> WrestleMania weekend, baby. Yeah. Speaking of, who's going to WrestleMania? There's going to be a barbershop. <laughs> Hall of Fame weekend is on Saturday when WrestleMania is on Sunday. And the latest and last for this year uh, inductee is Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Did they say who's going to induct him? I would have to say Hogan. It's, it's it's either Hogan or it's uh, the mouth of the South. No, it's got to be Hogan. The only reason I say that, and I'm really taking the whole racist Hulk Hogan out of the picture. They were best friends. Yeah, they they were sitting on like Beefcake said, Ed Leslie. He said, "Dude, me and Terry sitting on beaches talking about wrestling." Beefcake said he never went to wrestling school. 
He learned in the ring on taking bumps on how to wrestle from all the old guys. And they would say, listen, I'm taking you under my wing. I'll beat the crap right. out of you, but I'm going to teach you how to wrestle. Uh, on the other side, it's not like he was a fucking 120-pound dude. He was no, he's 250-pound monster. Yes. And he said, like everyone else, he learned how to be a heel that made his character and it made it easier for him to be a face. Because the, the heel is what's in that ring. The heel is the guy. Right. But back then, it was easy. You just did the complete opposite of whatever Hogan did. If Hogan says, take your vitamins, you're going to take my punch. You know, like you just did the fucking opposite. Yeah. Bruce the Barber Beefcake. But he was with, Jimmy Hart was with the, the Beefcake, right? With I, th- I, th- I think. When it I, wasn't Heenan. No. no. It was probably Jimmy Hart. So, I mean, I, if they don't want Hogan, that's the guy that I think you have. Is Jimmy Hart? Oh, well, we're going to see who's not in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xavier Woods might be leaving. I don't, I think that's a work. That was a work. I was watching, um, on social media, uh, with, you know, TNA kind of shows stuff about, oh, you know, you know, sign up for our TNA network and you can watch what happened in 2006. Xavier Woods, right? And, um, uh, what the hell? Yeah, I saw you post. What was, what was his name? Uh, he, he mimicked the macho man. Oh, yeah, oh, I, know God, who, I, get, I know who you're talking about. So their about. tag team name was Truth and Consequences. Because uh, Xavier Woods is Consequences uh, Creed. And and I'm just sitting there going, Truth or Consequences? Holy shit. And I even tweeted him from, from the HSK pod account on Twitter. Like, dude, you the two of you should be in the fucking WWE with that goddamn name, with titles around your waist. That's perfect. Then yeah, again, but they, I, did that. they did that gimmick where... What was it? The fucking Big Show, where the Big Show used to come out as a different fucking like '80s wrestler. He came out as Hogan and and all those guys. Like, no, no, no but he wasn't. Well, I'm, I'm not talking about him, the guy being a macho man kind of thing. But like, they had that team. I I want to see Xavier Woods wrestle. There's a reason why he was brought in. Yeah, I think you know it's. But I think but, now that you see Kofi getting a push, or and he's gonna win the title. Come on. You're, you're going to see them get a push. I think you're going to see the slow break of New Day of the New Day into almost shield like where one of them gets the glory and the other ones are going to get jealous. And at that point, I think it should be Xavier Woods and it should be Kofi. Big E, let him let him let him take on fucking Bobby Lashley. Oh, great. That's what I want to fucking watch. Two big guys hugging each other and throwing them around. Uh, another story that came out that we uh, referenced at the beginning of the show. Uh, a uh, what is he on? Um, HBO. John Oliver. John last Oliver night tonight decided to um, on his weekly show decided to take a shot at Vince McMahon. Oh, he did a twenty-minute segment <laughs> on it, and he said, and he admitted. John Oliver openly admitted. He said, "I am a wrestling fan." He goes, "I love wrestling. I watch wrestling." He goes, "Wrestling is everything that's good about life." <laughs> In it. And he basically bashes Vince McMahon and the WWE as a corporation mm-hmm. for not taking care of his wrestlers, which is mostly true. I mean, you look at the shockingly amount of wrestlers that have died prematurely after they leave the WWE. Now, they they showed an old clip of Vince on Real Sports where they the guy asked him like, you know, don't you feel responsible for all of these wrestlers that have died? And his response was, don't you feel responsible for these wrestlers that have died? 
So if you're answering by deflection, that's an right. obvious admittal. To... And it, it talked about how there's no health care for these wrestlers while they're wrestling and after, except for the wellness plan. If you want to go to rehab, we'll help you. Yes. Um, like the Chinas, the Sunnies. Right. The... There's no union. And we were talking about, we were kind of talking about this before the show started uh, to air. Um, but if you think about it, we'll just, we're just giving out just random numbers. Let's just say Vince and his corporation makes $900 million a year. Okay. You form a union, you get healthcare, you get all this kind of stuff. Let's say it drops down to 600 million. Yeah. At what point is, do you have enough money? And I, I get it. Like they're stockholders and, and whatnot. That's, and they're going to go, well, how come we're down? Well, because we're taking care of our wrestlers. Yes. And and it's one of those, like if you look at it, if you unionize wrestling, right, they're not going to be wrestling 260, 300 days a year anymore because they're going to negotiate that saying it's going to be lower. Which is, right? they should. There should be an off season. There sh- and there should be work-life balance. Look, didn't, didn't Bree and... and, and Whatever her sister's name is, Bella, retire because they just simply want to start a family. They're tired of yeah. the road. Yeah. If you're on a plane to Mumbai, India, and then you gotta fly back Sunday the red eye to, to get a to get a fucking raw well, thing. Yeah. Yep. Come on. And then you have to do promotional work probably the second half of the week. Yeah. Boom. Andy plus Green scores. Shows. Plus house shows. Oh yeah. House shows. I, I was to one ha- one WWE. At the time, WWF house show. It was down in Wildwood, down the shore in Jersey, when they were putting Ric Flair away in a stupid parking lot. And you saw wrestlers on the boardwalk. I fucking marked out like you wouldn't (laughs) believe. Yeah, but you were a kid, I hope. (laughs) No, not as a kid as I was supposed to be. Were, Were you living on your own? Um... Yeah, I th- I think so. Okay, I think so. But see, see our I, fan interaction I, section from I, the beginning. <laughs> what did I get? I got a picture with Dawn Marie from ECW. Yeah, and it's funny because in the picture they t- actually took Polaroids back then, and I got another funny story about that too. I got a picture with her, and I was holding forty dollars in my hand, and I swear to God, you look at the picture, I it looks as though I'm like gonna pay her for sex. <laughs> 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 Which would bad at that time probably wouldn't have been that bad. Uh, she was fucking hot. Um, the other thing is we met Virgil on the boardwalk. Uh, my friend Craig, who did the uh, the other, other podcast, show? yeah, um, he put him in a headlock, and we got a picture of him in a headlock. And he told me after it, Virgil fucking put him in a headlock. Of course he did. Like yeah, I mean, think about it, like as a wrestler, how many times people are like, dude, 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 put me in a choke slam. Can you can you just choke me? Yeah, and it's like, like oh fucking a really. No, and Ver and and Craig was not necessarily the wrestler type. Like he wasn't expecting it. Right. But then Virgil's like, all right, I'll put you in a headlock. And he like before he finishes sentence, it's like boom, a headlock. Ah, take a picture. It's like whoa, wow. But what John Oliver said is basically like, the WWE does not take a care of their wrestlers after they're used, mm-hmm. and. They showed a clip of Piper, and Piper basically, it was from like a 2005 interview where he said like, he goes, I have to go back to wrestling. He goes, I'm 50-something years old. He goes, I have to because I don't have the money to survive. 
He goes, I have a pension that kicks in when I'm 65. He goes, but I, and in, in, in typical fucking Piper, you know, impression, I ain't living to no 55 kind of thing. Yep. 65, and he's right. He didn't. He didn't. So, I mean, like. Well, look, he was he was in his 50s, and he went to TNA and had a longer run there. He came back to the WWE just to be a little whatever. I'm sure when Ronda Rousey came in, they would have done something. Oh, Ronda Rousey is some yeah. far distant fucking cousin from Roddy Piper. Like. So the WWE responded to John Oliver saying that while he's very funny, a lot of his facts are not truthful and that we offer him tickets to WrestleMania this weekend oh, to come and so we can have an honest, open discussion. So you know what that means? He's going to be sitting front row and they're going to show him on camera and he's going to wave. And if I'm John Oliver, I have a shirt on underneath because what he wanted his all the fans and they're fucking vicious John Oliver fans. He wants them to hold up signs that say like union for the wrestlers or health care for the wrestlers. Thank God WrestleMania is on a delay because you know how quickly they're going to oh, try yeah. to skip and blur that out and yep. rip signs. Security is going to be running. So, yeah, that's the way it is. So speaking of uh, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, there's wrestlers that go in. Um, I'm not necessarily too fond of the group that's going in. Uh, since I'm an oldie, the nostalgic part about seeing a beef, Brutus Beefcake, seeing a Honky Tonk Man come in, that's all fine and dandy. Do I think DX deserves it? Yeah. I guess. I would have put NWO in before the DX. Um, and I don't know who else is going in. Um, well... Who's? I have a list here of thirty-four <clears throat> people. Yes, that should be that currently are not in. And and okay, so you want to go from? We'll go backwards. Okay, you, you, oh. Vince McMahon will be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, so here's the thing: there's a DX, right? And there's a Triple H, right? He's gonna go in twice. Are you talking about a Vince McMahon going in and a Mister McMahon going in? Which, yes. by, by the way, I have a Mr. Mister McMahon Funko Pop now. Of course you do. Pretty sure you have half the people on this list as a fucking little doll. Yes, he'd go in twice. Okay. Victoria? Ugh, really? No. no. I'm th again, this is just a list of superstars that are not in. And okay. it goes all the way through which from I, the 80s. Which I wouldn't. Okay. Vader? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but you're it's, a Vader fan. Yeah, and... Plus the fact that he died now, too. But anyway, I like this one. I really like this one. Uh, going back on the thing that we had last time, I don't think it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. The Steiner, Steiner brothers. brothers. Not as long as Scott Steiner's alive. Yeah. Or or it's one of those things where Vince is going to look him straight in the face and goes, dude, you're going to act like the Scott Steiner from WCW that had the mullet. And Big you're going to Holla if you hear me. And I don't need. I don't understand how the Hart Foundation is not in. They're going in this year. When? Yeah, they're going in this year. Bret Hart and. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Bret Hart and, uh, and Jim Jimmy Anvil. Yep, they're going in this year. Mm. It's Tory. Ugh. Tory. Yeah, Tory. Yeah. Okay. It's Tory. DX, right? Yeah. Um, the Hart Foundation. I had no, I I guess I missed a week and the beef cake. 
So you know what? All right, Hart Foundation makes it better. That's fine. All right, the British Bulldogs. Um, would they? Should they go in? I, I don't, don't think they'll go in just because I'm pretty sure they sued the WWE after Davy Boy Smith died. Mm, so yeah, there you go. Everybody that has a star <laughs> next to their name has mm-hmm. sued the WWE. Wonderful. Okay. Test dead. No. Not a Hall of Famer. Not at all. He was an okay wrestler. His career died much like him once the whole Stephanie marrying Triple H angle died. Yeah. Um, Taz as a commentator or as an ECW wrestler? ECW. Okay. Sable? The only reason she would go in is because of the Attitude Era, and that was the big... Not because she's married to Brock? No, because she she was the first one to show off her boobs and made it a point to show off her boobs, did Playboy, did all that kind of stuff. That that's And she introduced that whole, like, female attitude era kind of thing, the divas and all that. So that's that's the only reason, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't go head over heels over that. I really wouldn't. She's definitely going to be one in the far future. Yes. If that makes sense. Uh, the model, Rick Martel. Is he still alive? I don't know. You could look that up. Um, I would say yes. Psycho Sid? Yes. Definitely. RVD? No. Uh, you know what? Yeah, because you got to do ECW, and then WWE has ECW. So at this point, there should be, like, there's a WWE rate, uh, corridor. There's but it's, a, is it, right, is it a wrestling Hall of Fame, or is it the WWE Hall of Fame? Because if it's a WWE Hall of Fame, no, Rob Van Sting Dam. shouldn't be in there. That's right. And neither would Rob Van Dam. So if it's wrestling... But at least RVD wrestled in WWE before he was a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but... Mm. Paul Heyman? Yes. Yes. I think we talked about that last week uh, or two weeks ago. Owen Hart? I Owen didn't do enough. He... he, he his it's not ca- what the turnbuckle said. One man gang? Yes. <laughs> I would say yes. All right. But they're both not because they've sued the WWE. Okay. NWO is going to be in. Yeah. Molly Holly. Isn't? Is she going in this year? Yeah. I thought she was. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't Molly think Holly ends up being like how, uh, what's her name? Who was last year? Beth uh, Phoenix? No. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how fucking Beth Phoenix is in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I know, because she's married to Edge. <laughs> I forget her name from last year, but she was part of that whole um, that faction, that right to censor. Yeah, I remember. The, the, that chick went in. I don't know why. Oh, Ivory. Ivory, yeah, I don't know why. Miss Elizabeth? It's, it's, <sighs> she should be in. She should have been in Alone. probably the same, time, same year that they did Randy Savage, and that took a while to fucking put in. She should have been in, but she is another one I think believed left on bad terms, just like the next guy, Lex. I can't see them putting Lex Luger in. Ever. Have you seen how bad he looks now? Yeah, he looks like a stick. Yeah. Literally. Like he's, he, our straws and our drinks from, from, our, from our, we're not going to say the names, but from the places that we got our dinners are thicker than what fucking, yeah. than he looks. King Kong Bundy? No. He's he, not going to be in it either. He had bad. Bad, I, bad I, blood. I read something somewhere about King Kong Bundy that when Randy Orton was doing the legend killer thing, uh-huh. that 
they wanted King Kong Bundy to come out so he could fucking RKO him yeah. or whatever. And King Kong Bundy said, if I'm coming back, I want a title. I want you to, he goes, Vince McMahon offered, said, promised me a title if I let Hogan beat me. And wow. he goes, he never followed through with that. And he said, I will not step foot in that ring until they give me a title. Did they even give him a 10-bell salute? I don't think so. I didn't watch that then. Mm. Jim Cornette? Absolutely. Especially now that he's back with them, right? No. Who's, yeah. Isn't he like one of the writers now? Is he? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, okay. That, well, anyway, yeah. Fuck yeah. I loved him when he was with the Midnight Express as a manager in WCW with, with his fucking tennis racket and stuff. Oh. I love you. No, that wasn't, that wasn't Jim Cornette. That was... Um, that was Brother Love, but that was the guy who just re- came back with them. Oh, that's the guy. I, yeah. I get those confused. Mm-hmm. Um, JBL slash the APA. Ron <sighs> Simmons is already in. They have to because APA was that whole... Attitude damn. Yeah. IRS? Do they do they deserve it? No. Ron Simmons does. JBL was a champion. Ron Simmons was better. He, was, he, he had his tag team in WCW, and he was the first black heavyweight champion. Yes. Plus, JBL was... Yeah. A commentator, too. Or was. He was. Yeah. Anyway. IRS? As Mike Rotunda, maybe, but not See, IRS. I, I think IRS Goes falls in. under that Steiner Brothers kind of thing. Like, if you're going to get nostalgic for the the 80s or yeah. late ni- early well, 90s. Then, well, then, then obviously who inducts him? Million Dollar Man, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, Funko pops to them, too. Yeah, of course you do. Does it have the million dollar belt with it? I have to look. I forget. Haku? He had a long fucking career, that guy. If, if you... Well, remember him and the Barbarian were tag teams at one point, too? Um, if, you, if you're if you getting down to, like, the nitty-gritty where you have, like... Let's like, one-man gang, Lex Luger, Miss Elizabeth, Paul Heyman, and you got to fill that one last spot like a Brutus Beefcake, and you throw Haku in there, sure. Bischoff? Yes. 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 I... I he made Vince go to the Attitude Era. Yeah. He made the WWE better by not... And and Eric Bischoff did what he needed to do to get WCW on the map kind of thing do and you, bring it forward? Yes. Do you put him solo or do you put him as part of the NWO? No, solo. Like, Earthquake? Uh, he was a good mid-carder. Or they positioned him as a good mid-carder. I don't know. Demolition? Fuck yeah. Demolition. Fuck yes. The man of a thousand holds, Dean Malenko? I would say yes to it. The only reason I would say... He's another beefcake? No, if they would have done the Radicals. But they won't because of Benoit. And I think that hurts Dean Malenko. Yeah, I don't they, think I they, don't think he's going in. They could do it. They they do Jericho. They do Guerrero. They do Malenko. They do. Um, oh God, I just said his name. Holy shit, I forget. Benoit. Benoit. But because of Benoit, that's squashed. And Ed, they, did, didn't Eddie Guerrero die? Um, not by suicide, right? He, no, he, he OD'd. Yeah, yeah. So there's Eddie holy Guerrero. shit. Every one of those guys except for Dean Malenko's dead. No, Jericho's still alive. Jericho was before the Radicals. Oh, was he? Yeah. I oh, was there oh. when the Radicals. I was at oh, really? Raw when the Radicals that was cool. came in. When they jumped over? Yeah. So, yeah. So, Ben, yeah. Ben, ben was ben, dead. Yep. Saturn, I think, is dead. No. Or missing. 
he's always been missing. Um, Christian, as long as he goes in with Edge, because I'm well, Edge is already I think in. So sure. I think Christian should go in. He okay. was he was ridiculously entertaining, and yes. he carried TNA for a, a, a long, long time. time. Yeah, what he should have done in WWE. Right, CM Punk. No, and I'll tell you why. Not because of all the shit that he did. He it wasn't he wasn't there long enough. Sure, he was a great character. So was the boogeyman. So was the gobbledygooker. Like it was a gimmicky kind of stuff. The See, goon. Only because he wore the devil's jersey, or looked like a devil's jersey, um, much like our logo. Um, CM Punk, no, because he he wasn't there long enough to do it. If he was there longer, and he's suing them, so he'll never go. If if he stayed, like, let's just say three to five years longer after the pipe bomb thing, I would say yes. But Man, the matches, him, Balor, yeah, those it, guys could have right now. Brutus, we already talked about. He's in it. This I made this list before. They named yeah. him. Brian Pillman. <sighs> this is number three, by the way. I'm going to I'm going to say yes, only because you're already thrown in Bret Hart. You got the talk of Owen. You have the talk of a British Bulldog. Brian Pillman was part of that Hart family dungeon thing. Who inducts him? Um, Bret Hart or Bret Austin? Hart. Wow. Um. All right, that was the whole gun against his head angle. With the... You didn't watch WCW back then. When they were, um, Brian Pillman and Austin were tag teams in WCW, they were like a, like a film thing. Uh, weren't they like the Hollywood Blondes? Yes, Hollywood Blondes, yes. So you don't tell me my shit. Bam Bam? Yes, because he did well in WWE, and he did well in fucking ECW. And I'm pretty sure he did well in WCW, too. So, yeah. He's dead. Yes, he is. So is uh, Chris Candido. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Yeah, he's dead, too. Yeah. AJ Lee is our <sighs> last one. No. Because not, of not, her association? No. She, no. Not she at all. was a good character. The ca- Yeah, but. I, it's almost like if you're going to ask. Um, Who's uh who's the uh, SmackDown GM? What's her name? Paige. Paige. It's the same like Paige and AJ Lee are in that same category where they they came in guns blazing, but and, didn't last and, long, and, and it petered out. Yeah, like a teenage boy coming in for a quickie. Do you know that movie? No. Times the fans took over the WWE. There is only one, and I don't care about the yes movement, is the day after a WrestleMania uh-huh. when the Fandango thing happened. In Newark, right? It yep. was Newark. And that's it. That's what fucked up WWE since then. Because the fans are like, oh, we can control you? Okay. And everybody wants their 15 minutes of fame. Well, yeah. Well, You can go at your list. Go ahead. Going backwards on my list, yes. uh, when Lex Luger came in. <laughs> Express. And they hyped the shit out of it. I actually, this was the last thing I remember <laughs> from watching wrestling in like the 80s was when he came in and they fucking hyped the shit out of him. Oh, the American After guy. Hulkin, huh? Yeah, oh, the American guy. He, and he body slammed and fucking Yokozuna, Yokozuna on, on the Intrepid. Yeah. On the Intrepid, yeah. And the fans just booed the shit out of him and they cheered harder for, the Taker, for Undertaker and Bret Hart and they had to turn, turn those guys face and him heel uh the lesnar goldberg wrestlemania match where the fans chanted fucking na 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 (laughs) 
Uh, Roman Reigns versus Lesnar, four pay-per-views in a row. The fans didn't want to see it, and the fans did not <laughs> It was, sell. like, quiet as fuck, yeah. right? <laughs> it was like watching fucking... <laughs> Paint dry. <laughs> Like it was, it's like watching Asian, like the New Japan, where like they they only like clap, like <laughs> like you don't hear them screaming and yeah. yelling. Uh, when Batista came back in 2014, by the way, he had a great promo on Raw. Did he? He came out nice and slow, dressed in a suit, his fucking weird colored glasses. The Looks like Bono nowadays. Yeah, right? the whole screen, everything goes black, and there's just the spotlight on him, and the current fans are chanting. And he walks over, grabs the mic, leans on the ropes, looks right into the camera, takes two steps back, stands up straight, looks down, looks up, takes his glasses off like fucking David Caruso, and yeah, and just turns around and goes, Hunter, kiss my ass. And drops the mic and walks out of the ring. <laughs> That's all he did. And that was it. He walked right back into the ring. What the hell? <laughs> that match, it's gonna be it's gonna be slow. Oh my god, they're gonna It's gonna it's a false count anywhere, I think it is, and if Batista wins, Triple H's in ring career is over. Which is fine because he only wrestles once a year anyway at WrestleMania. Yeah, he's, he, he's taking over the Undertaker baton. Um, and then the last one. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll agree with oh, that. Well, Batista returned in 2014. He was supposed to be a face. And at that time, Daniel Bryan had the yes movement and Squash. they fucking booed the shit out of him. And he turned heel. And now he is the heel. And then. Daniel Bryan, his championship run, the, that yes move. The yes was good. That was, yeah. Now, there's also times that fucking fans are the worst. Ugh. I remember watching WCW, and at the end of every fucking Nitro, people would just throw shit into the ring. The worst was when Hogan when flipped. When Hogan flipped, yeah. And that was... But that that's noticeable, and that was a pay-per-view. That was Bash at the Beach, right? Yeah. We're talking about a nitro in fucking Savannah, Georgia, and they're throwing shit throwing in the shit ring, ring because they Hoovertude just beat. <laughs> Why is Hoovertude Guerrera the whipping boy for WCW? This came up on Puck Soup, also a hockey slash wrestling podcast. Greg Wyshynski, they were talking about wrestling for some reason, right? and they said single-handedly the greatest promo slash debut of a wrestler ever was Chris Jericho when he came in yes. and the clock was down and he said the rock was the coolest he came in he interrupted the fucking rock promo and the rock grabs the mic and Jericho's da 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 and the rock grabs the mic and goes so let me get this straight I'm supposed to respect you because a couple of months ago you were wrestling some guy named Hoovertude <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I, I, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, wow. Like, I was like, and you know, that wasn't scripted. No, you know, that wasn't scripted. No. Uh, a fan throwing a briefcase at Roman Reigns. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. The briefcase, like, I guess was like thrown by the ramp and the fucking fan grabbed it and threw it. Uh, I remember this one. It was a ladder match on Raw 
and fucking Eddie Guerrero was climbing up the ladder to get whatever it was. Yeah. And some fucking fan ran into the ring and pushed the ladder over and knocked fucking Eddie Guerrero over. And Eddie Guerrero like like looked around like like who the fuck did it? Who fu- and saw that it was a fan and they fucking just he jumped on him and started fucking wailing at him. Uh, would you yeah. like? I remember in the Attitude Era there used to be a guy ringside right by where the ramp kind of turns to go towards the stairs. Yep. Huge fucking muscular guy, and he used to wear a leather Harley Davidson fucking, like, golf cap. Right. And he had it on backwards, and anytime anybody got near, like, jumped the thing, He's the he, guy that, he was the guy that fucking tackled and pulled him down. Uh, there was a, a real one where fucking, I think it was in Europe, it was a house show, where Randy Orton goes up to the fucking top rope to do his pose and a fan jumped into the ring came behind him and fucking ding under his fucking crotch and randy orton like went down saw that it was a fan got up and fucking grabbed him like by the throat and then the other guys came in and and, like held him and like randy orton wouldn't let go of this guy's fucking throat uh fans booing roman reigns at the hall of fame induction every time he was shown on screen that's not good. No, it's not. And it's only because he Vince forcing a character down your throat. And John Oliver talks about that. <laughs> and then the other one is like just the chance that the divas used to get, you know, that they were fucking sluts, they were ugly, other like they're there the, 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 the degradation of a performer. Yeah, like and just like we talked about, like Oh, John Tavares left fucking Long Island. That I mean, it gives you the right to boo. It doesn't give you the right to like hurl mm-hmm. ridiculously insult to a person that he doesn't come to your job and fucking criticize how you put tires on your car. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, can you pull up the so before we finish? Can you pull up the WrestleMania card? Yes, I can. So we'll go through it. I will be attending WrestleMania. What is it? Thirty-five. Uh, yeah, I believe it is. 35 card. And I have to tell you, mm-hmm. not entirely excited. No? I wonder why. Not entirely excited. Mm-hmm. I went to the last time it was a giant stadium, the one with Fandango. It's just, I feel like they're trying to put so much on it putting everybody in that by putting everybody that's currently on the main there's only 16 matches you oh know. 16 <laughs> matches awesome <laughs> okay wrestlemania 35 matches right, i'm gonna Th- this is the all no let me go from the bottom to the top. i'm gonna i'm gonna preface this by saying i will say i'll watch this match yes i'll be looking at my phone uh-huh or i'll be going to the bathroom or getting a beer Okay. So you tell me the match, and that's, what, that's how I'll Those are Okay. Uh, the kickoff show, uh, Women's Battle Royal. I probably will still be in the parking lot. Do you want to know who's in it? Every woman. Um, yeah, I think so. The uh, next one in the kickoff show, again, um, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, I will watch that, and I'm going to say Braun Strowman wins that. Strowman, Michael Chi. Colin Yost. From Saturday Night Live. Um, Andandre. I don't care who's in uh, it. Apollo Crews. It's Tyson, everybody who's not who's in a not. match. Lucha House Party. Curtis. Uh, okay. You're looking through it and going, okay, Braun Strowman's winning this. How is Matt Hardy in it? 
He's back. Is he? <laughs> oh, he's back. Yes. With, he's back with that. All right. So I wonder if EC3 is in there. Yes. He's not winning it. No Although he should. Kickoff show again. Cruiserweight Championship. Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nice. Looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. Not. Oh, my God. Really? Okay. Wow. I haven't watched it in a really long time. Raw Tag Team Championships. This is not on a kickoff show. The Revival, who are champions, versus Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Has Kurt Hawkins won yet? Holy shit, that's an actual match? It's not like the other teams aren't in there? Correct, yes. This is a match. Yeah, I'll definitely probably go to the bathroom. <laughs> SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Uh, Usos, who are the champions, versus Ricochet and Aleister Black, versus The Bar, versus Rusev and Nakamura. Man, Nakamura's fucking came down. What, yeah. Uh, I'll probably watch that one, just because Ricochet is pretty fucking good. Um, in a farewell match, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. I'll watch that match. Uh, in a false Angle's count. Angle's going to win that, by the way. He has to. It's his last match. And then, uh, he got inducted already, so it doesn't even matter. False count anywhere, Miz and Shane McMahon. I'll watch that match. Because that's as soon as I go in to this, I'm going to send you a picture to post on the site. Yeah. And we're going to play, try to figure out where Shane's going to fucking jump off of. <laughs> Women's tag match, uh, champion Sasha Banks and Bailey versus beer, beer Beth, bathroom. B- Beth Phoenix and Nia versus Nia ja- uh, Natalia versus Nia Jax. The entire match Tineka versus <laughs> the Iconics. Beer and bathroom. It was funny. They did Sasha and Bailey as um, I forgot like Twin Towers. Beth Phoenix and Natalia versus the Hart Foundation. Nia Jax and uh, Tamina Snuka as the Wild Samoans, and then the Iconics. <laughs> I was like, you know what? They should pick up these tag names. They really should. Yeah. Uh, U.S. champion, uh, oh, wow, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Phone. Uh, if it ha- if it happens, on the go-home of SmackDown, it was announced that Mysterio had suffered an ankle injury during his match with Raw- on Raw with Baron Corbin. He was said to be evaluated. So if it happens, I don't know. Huh. Intercontinental, Lashley the champion versus Finn Balor. I'll watch that match. I'll watch it just because I like Finn Balor. No holds barred. Triple H's career on the line. Triple H Bautista. I'll watch that match. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. I'll watch that match. It's gonna end. That match is gonna end with an RKO. I mean, his Superman punch into an RKO, or it's gonna end with the Styles clash from Randy Orton doing his fucking. You know, the, like the, the the snake, thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing, okay, the viper thing. Um, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. <sighs> probably be looking at my phone. The WWE Championship, Daniel Bryan champion versus Kofi Kingston. I'll watch that just because I think it's gonna that's gonna be the match of the, the match of the night. The night, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not a cruiserweight match where it's mm. just high spots. The Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. I will probably be watching that slash looking at my phone. And the main event, Ode Evening. Part of me wants to say I really hope my friends that I'm going with... <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, want to go home soon? Want to leave to beat the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte versus Becky. I'm going to say, obviously, Becky's going to win that. Rollins is going to win... That whoever wins the match takes home both, both titles. Belts, yeah. Are they gonna just squash the like 
the no, one if, title, or is it just one of those I'm going to wrestle on Raw and SmackDown? Yeah, I think it's going to be that, and I think it's going to be on because you know the best fucking Raw and SmackDown is the day after WrestleMania. The day after WrestleMania. So if if I'm writing this, right? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> the Fandango. Oh, if I'm writing this, <laughs> what I do is I have Charlotte Flair win at WrestleMania. Okay. The next night, Becky challenge. It's a rematch of those three, and yeah. Becky wins. Okay, and then Charlotte Flair can go back to SmackDown with her title and not have to worry about. Oh, so like Charlotte goes in saying, "I have both titles," and Becky goes, "I want your Raw title." Yeah, I'm challenging for the Raw title. Gotcha. Okay. I, I'm not. I I look at this. I I would rather watch the Hall of Fame inductee ceremony than watch WrestleMania. Yeah, but again, like what sucks is. You're going for the experience, and it is. It is an experience, having gone once before already. I've been to WrestleMania. I've been to the Royal Rumble, which is the fucking best. Um, But you're going for the experience, but, man, it's tough because I think the kickoff show starts at, like, 6, 5.30. Oof. And and WrestleMania goes to 12. Oof. So now think about you're there. You take the day off on Monday? <laughs> yeah, I always have the day off. Um, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you think about like, I'll be in the parking lot. Probably I'd say at like one thirty-two. So you're. You're gone all I'm there for 12 day. hours. Yeah. You better have a fucking tan on the top of your head. I have a hat on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you going to have a uh, HSK pod sign? I, I thought what we should have done, and it's too late now, right. is I could have just had fucking a billion business cards made with our podcast. Yeah. And during all the matches, I could give two shits about. Yeah. Just walk on the concourse and fucking throw them, go into the bathroom, put them on the urinals. You can. I mean, get them overnighted. Yeah. Next year. Next year. We'll do that. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good for me. That's what I say. This was a long podcast just because well, it was a long it's, it's, two weeks. It's the go home episode <laughs> for WrestleMania and hockey playoffs. 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 Episode 31. Fan and athlete interactions. High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. Your home for the perfect blend of hockey and professional wrestling. Talk from your buddies. Bobby D. And over there, Bobby. his name is David. Bobby. Bobby. HSSKpod.com. You can find us on Facebook, on the Twitter, over on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Player FM. Our website, HSSKpod.com. Look for our pictures because I'm going to be sending Bobby our. Uh, you can post them on the, on the Twitter. Yeah, I know, but. On the Twitter. I'm going to send them to you. It makes it a lot easier. Okay. And we'll post pictures of WrestleMania and the Hall of Fame people because they're going to pull all those fucking people out. But it's a long day. It's going to be a long day. And, and it's supposed to fucking rain. Poor. Awesome. It's supposed to I'm pour. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> this just gets worse and worse for you. Nothing is going to make that fucking women's tag team match more exciting than rain. <laughs> You're such a pervert. You're such it's a gonna pervert. get me so wet. <laughs>
Yeah, but see, like, pick it up. The wrestlers oh. don't get wet because they have a fucking canopy over the ring. Unless the rain's like coming sideways, which you obviously hope for. So, oh, I'm fucking so somebody tries to do a fucking backward moonsault off the top rope and slips. AJ goes for his Superman punch and just fucking decapitates <laughs> himself on the rope. <laughs> no, he goes, he goes throwing it. Whoops! Yeah. Uh, and then the fans yell, "You, you fucked, fucked up. up!" Yeah. That's exactly where it's gonna be. Woo! That's All right, thank you. Grab your phone. Tell everybody. Tell everybody what. Tell everybody to subscribe. Yeah, and then unsubscribe and subscribe again. Yeah, and tell your friends. Mm. You um, <clears throat> any last words for the uh, the folks out there with our go home uh, show for here the playoffs and the. Uh, well, the let me tell you something, brother. Toodles. <laughs>